Hey team, welcome to the best podcast with dues on news and reviews that you will not choose. On this week's episode, we discuss small and disappointing news, and we have our best of 2020. It shouldn't be fi- hard to find the floaters this time. My name's Matt. And I'm Jordan. Joe's here, we swear. How you guys doing? <laughs> good. That's a good intro. All right. Uh, doing pretty good. Thanks. All right. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, how's, how's your week? Um, so far, so good. Just been kind of catching up on a few things and shows that I, you know, have been meaning to watch that aren't the boys. And um, yeah, yeah, I gave up on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm still going to bring it up. Okay. Uh, Me too. It's yeah, gonna be the go-to. It's the run, running gag for every, every show I that you don't never watch the play anymore. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's about it for me, though. How about you, Joe? Uh, not a whole lot. Did a uh, a day of work at last day at my seasonal job, and oh, fun. Uh, so I guess I can get around to editing those podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry you're listening to this in 2022. We did get around <laughs> to it eventually. Um, so. <laughs> How about you, Matt? <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, uh, did Joe have anything more to say? Uh, no, uh, just if you wait long enough and uh, then go through them again, it's like listening to an entirely new podcast because you forgot what you is. did back then. <laughs> it is. Uh, that's true. That makes it entertaining for us. <laughs> How about you, Matt? How's your week been? It's all right. Uh, haven't really haven't done much. Just uh, work and then New Year's. Oh, I. That's, you know, how was your New Year's? Uneventful. How about uneventful. Yours? That's okay. Everyone's New Year's was pretty uneventful. And if All your right. New Year's was uneventful this year, you're doing it right. You did so, the right thing. Um, I got to say, though, uh, one thing I forgot to mention. I did get a Wendy's Frosty like tag thing. Um, it's like two bucks. And uh, every time you go to Wendy's, you get a free Junior Frosty, which is the size of like a shot glass. <laughs> frosty shots. <laughs> yeah, they're like Frosty shots, but they're free. And that's fine. Sure. I don't care. Gotta love free frosty shots. Well, I'm sorry. It costs two dollars, and it's good for the entire year. So in, up in, until 2022, you can just whenever you roll up the Wendy's and buy something, you can get one of those in the in addition. But you have to buy something. You do have to buy something. You can't just go through the drive-through without nothing and then no. say, "I want my free frosty shot." Oh, okay. no, no, no. You have to buy something. But if you were already going to go to Wendy's and buy something, it's kind of like, oh, you get a little free frosty on the end. So well, not spicy free. chicken. I'm and a frosty, frosty shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. How much it cost you for that pass? Two dollars. Okay. Free. No. It's basically free. And no, I'm not paying money for their basically their ad to get me in the the drive thru every week. If you want to get me in the drive thru every week, you sacrifice that that frosty shot. Don't make me pay that two bucks. Yeah, uh, that's true. But, <laughs> but they got when they do that, then they gotta make it like they're not supposed to give it to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! If every car <laughs> that went through Wendy's and just thought that they were just getting the hookup. It got like a little frosty shot. I guarantee you their numbers would go through the roof. They'd be like, oh shit, you got that frosty hookup? Oh, you do? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be really, really, it's uh, kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Free new, free new frosty shot. And then it looks like it's on Twitter and it just goes everywhere. And they're like, oh, turns out it was a whole thing by Wednesdays, but they thought they were telling everybody it was unique. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then and, and everybody blows up. They think Wendy's awesome. My Wendy's Twitter goes fucking crazy because that guy can crazy fucking er. crazy no. er. Yeah, that guy could fucking tweet. Yeah. Whoever runs the whoever runs the Wendy's account is a savage. Straight who, up. Whoever is the Wendy's account supervisor that keeps that guy in that I hired that guy and that B defends that guy from corporate. You are also a guy, a guy, girl, whoever it is. I don't know. Um, guy I use genderlessly. I just um, oh, okay. kind of like how we started referring to everyone as guys during the Guy Fox tradition, the Guy Fox Day tradition. Uh, yeah, yeah. All children guys were wearing guys masks. Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. Not, anyway. not a lot. No, I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, the three people that listen to this podcast might might know that. So I was just. I mean, do you? I mean, Joe. <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I well then, I there did, we go. But now I do for sure. Now I do for sure. Point is, whoever runs that podcast or not podcast, we are, we run the podcast. Whoever runs that. Uh, Twitter account is a savage. Yep. Great. <laughs> Good deal. And his supervisor. His yeah. or yeah. His or her supervisor. Yeah, yeah. So. Whatever gender they may be. Or genderless. Could be they. Yeah, I thought that was newsworthy for my week. Got a frosty tag. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean uh waiting on my PS5, is that newsworthy? <laughs> um it is if you actually if it's actually on its way. If you're just waiting on it, then no, because everyone's waiting on it technically. <laughs> Well, those bitches took my money, so they better be getting me my PS5. That's for sure. Let's see, you have you you have some hope there. We'll, that's we'll, right. we'll find out. Uh, re- come back to us next week, everybody, when we find out whether Matt's happy or sad about that, or anxious to get back to his PS5. <laughs> or yeah, as like I said, happy or sad about that. There's happy implies you're 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 you got it and you want to go play it and fuck this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was my week. Uh, yeah. so yeah, everybody's weeks was yep. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Sounds good. Uh, we have a little small amount of news. I teased it to like a shitty amount of news. Um, amount of news. Yeah, it's everybody was just, I mean, our news. Let's get this straight. And, like, if you were to go to, you know, to CNN, there's plenty <laughs> of news for you to look at. Uh, we're not the CNN crowd over here. Any uh, reputable or disreputable news source would have more news than we do. <laughs> yeah, it's true, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we just we just bring up the news that we like to talk about, and hopefully it's entertaining to everybody. They usually want to have um, conversations about as well. Yeah, um, we instance, the first uh, piece of news tonight: uh, Near Automata, the game. A um, one of uh, somebody who was a streamer had uh, cracked a code that brought them to the very end of the game. game. Yeah, straight to the end of the game, which is one of the final secrets. It took three years and I think eight months or so. Um, to find that secret. And um, the creator of the game, uh, uh, who I know off the top of my head almost any other time, but can't think of it right this second because I'm on the spot, um, he tweeted out. He was like, ah, he tweeted out the date, and then he tweeted out, you know, three years, eight months kind of thing because it was an intentional thing. So in the very first game, uh, beginning of the game, you beat the final boss, you run over you run over somewhere else, you do a thing, and then you get taken to the end of the game to delete your data, and then you that's it. You you're done. You beat the game. Yep. So um and then you can start your you know next playthrough or whatever. And they confirm that right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh it it's it's funny because I'm sorry, three years and ten months. That's what it was. Three years and ten months. So almost four years, yeah. Yeah, almost four years. And uh, Yoko Taro, that's the director of the game, by the way. That's who I was trying to think of. Sure. Uh, that game is fantastic. You, have you guys ever played that game? Uh, no, I've seen it played on uh, Games Done Quick, which actually I think probably won't be around much longer anymore now. Right. And yeah, no speed runs of that game anymore. No. Joe? Uh, I have not heard of it. It's an interesting game because it has... 
25 different endings. Oh. Um, and most of them are joke ones or bad ones or whatever, and you can get them like through various points in the game. But you, you have that's a game that you play through once, and then you have to play through it at least two more times to get the entire story. Mm-hmm. And it sounds tedious, and it's not, because the game changes slightly every, every time. Or you're playing as a different character, or you're doing something. Something's different. And so. you're in third person behind a uh, chick with her butt hanging out the whole game. So there's that. Uh, that's not true. Her butt's not hanging out the whole game, because when it is hanging out, she covers it, because she does not like where the camera can see. So... <laughs> It's kind of funny. Uh, that's 2B, by the way, you're talking about. So. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's a fun game. I play the ever-living like, shit out of it. I've gotten all the endings, so it tells you how much I like that game. And the Maybe. music for that game is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, enough waxing on about that. It is cool <laughs> that they found that final secret. Yeah. And uh, it's, actually, it's really more cool that the devs uh... confirmed it. Confirmed that, yeah, that's the that that we put. That it was that intentional. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a break or nothing. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, bug. yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's neat. I like uh, stuff like that. Harkens of the old Konami code, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, deep in our video game lore. Yeah, this one was uh... it's like video game religion, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, and Platinum Games and Square Enix, you know, they did a fan. They're 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 fans of that old school kind of thing too. So. Yeah, Square Enix knows what it's doing. It's been around the whole time. You know, well, this was this was more. Yeah, Square, Square Enix. Enix was just a publisher. The, the the developer was Platinum Games, and they made a fantastic game. Absolutely. So. Well, there you go. Yep. Um. Next up. Uh. It, uh, part the Carly, most confusing thing in the world is what's most next confusing. Up. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to like put it to words. Like speaking of shitty games, I don't know. It's not even shitty, game, but it's, it's not. A, it's not even a okay. game. Okay, so they're making a Rubik's Cube movie, and also a game, game show? show. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. So they're making a Rubik's Cube movie, and they announced that first, and then they said, "Oh, there's also a game show coming down." And it's like, okay, wait. I don't. The game show I almost could like imagine in my I brain. I could sort of, of see a game show, or, yeah, around or, a Rubik's cube. Or you know, there's like some weird fucking questions on a board, and the Rubik's sure. cube spin, you know, in the on the you know LCD board, and Rubik's cube spins. And yeah, blah, the blah, game blah. show makes some sense. They can um, work that. That that's something weird. I could go. Okay, that's within the realm of possibility. I'm sure they'll figure something out. Whatever. But the movie. Okay, so here's here's my here's my thought that it's gonna be, and you guys can uh, come up with your own thoughts. It's gonna be like a giant board cube. But they got to get all of the sides to match. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, it, Giant alien invasion board cube thing. <laughs> I, I know. I remember Joe had a suggestion earlier what uh, he thought the movie might be. Three hours of someone failing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, three hours of just somebody trying to solve <laughs> trying a Rubik's to, Cube. Trying to figure out a Rubik's Cube and then they slam it on the table. And walk okay. Away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This you is break actually it up my le- and put it back together. <laughs> this is my legit theory on this on this movie. It's actually the history of the Rubik's Cube. It's covering like all the inspirations and all the the invention, you know, the invention of the Rubik's Cube, all the inspirations behind it, all the, you know, people who could solve it quickly and show that they were kind of a genius and all the people who, you know, basically kind of a almost a documentary of the Rubik's Cube. That's the only thing I can see making sense. Unless you want to go big and flashy and dumb, like, you know, you were saying the board cube where like a giant Rubik's Cube comes down to fuck up Earth and like only the Rubik's Cube champion can like solve it in time to stop from like fucking up Earth or something. I don't know, but that's how all their ships are piloted to buzz by correct. You have to like, yeah, so they like come to Earth and they're like, who can solve the Rubik's Cube and fly for us? Um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, 
zaniness aside, I actually think they're probably going to do something more like, um, you know, the just what the Rubik's Cube is inspired throughout history and like what its kind of role in society because everybody knows what a Rubik's Cube is at and, this point. And, you know, and everybody has seen a neat trick or a thing or some sort of inspiration from the Rubik's Cube. And I think that'd be really cool if they went that direction. Not to say that if they went didn't go the alien Rubik's Cube driving solving thing direction or whatever, <laughs> that wouldn't be cool too. It would just I'm be just really making fun of like movies like Battleship. And I and yeah, Remember right. Battleship? And I don't like they had aliens come down and they, we could shoot, we just don't know where. What grid should we shoot on? No offense, Joe, but like your movie suggestion, if they do that, will be the worst movie in the world. I don't know. <laughs> Three hours of a dude solving a Rubik's Cube. I mean, it's really exciting when he has to put it down and stretch for a minute and then get back stretch to for it. a minute. Oh, man, yeah. what about when he gets all the sides except one and you think he's done it? But then there's another half hour of the movie left because he <laughs> still hasn't a dramatic, done it. dramatic reveal as he turns it around and yeah. there's one blue on the orange side. <laughs> Fuck! All right. Uh... Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's gonna be a weird thing. That's I don't have much else to say about that other than okay. Okay. Uh moving on then. Uh Lord of the Rings fans and actors are working hard to try to preserve the Tolkien house where yes. all the books were written. Yeah, and, and but you um, know, Amazon just Matt, you out... were a little confused by this, so Yeah, Amazon shelled out a shitload of money to the Tolkien estate. So my my uh my well, thought was why can't the Tolkien estate either keep or repurchase the Tolkien estate? I'm, yeah, I, I'm so I've been looking up on this, reading up on this ever since you mentioned it, and I can't find any mention of them of the Tolkien estate ever owning the house other than the fact that Tolkien himself lived there from 1930 to 1947. Sure, okay, um, okay, so but I'm again, not sure, but why can't they why can't they buy it? Yeah, yeah well, if if it's if it's up and it needs to be saved, why can't, again, the Tolkien estate, which Amazon just cut a fat check to, mm-hmm. you know, of all of our money that nobody pays in taxes, you know, why can't they just, uh, you know, buy that house? Why do, why does the fans and the actors got to get together? And maybe they're not, maybe they're not interested in it for whatever reason. I don't know why they wouldn't be, but yeah. I mean, it's maybe the Tolkien estate. Maybe that the Tolkien ahead. estate's hoping you'd be cool. And they just sold uh, Amazon something that they don't actually own. <laughs> and you got to be cool about it, man. You got to be cool about it. <laughs> and um, that 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 house that house has one of the infamous blue plaques um, in uh, within England uh, that say, you know, he lived here and he wrote uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit here. Um, and those those plaques are like really rare. I think there's only like there's under ten in in England. So. Well, yeah. Well, there's you know. There's a lot more over here where we live because he was from Tacoma, Washington. Right. But I mean, I'm just saying that like uh, England like puts out those blue plaques and it's like, you know, Ian or, Fleming or, lived here and wrote right. James Bond or like this and that. Something famous happened or whatever. I apologize. Frank Herbert was from Tacoma, Washington. Um, um, Tolkien was from Portland, I believe. I didn't know that either. So um, it's it's uh, it's interesting, though. I don't know why, like you said, the fans have to save it. But yeah, I am. I don't know. I am very incorrect. Tolkien was born and raised in Bloemfontein, South Africa. I was gonna say I don't think he ever was in the states uh, for any. No, I was. Either. I was getting confused with um, that other with Frank Herbert because Dune's on the way, and I'm thinking about Dune a lot. Okay, but 
Dune's a ways off, my friend. Uh, yeah, well, if you if you read fucking articles, it doesn't seem like it. Jesus Christ. Fair. Going well, through the news, going through to find try try to find some news tonight, and it's just like, what about Dune? This? Well, let, let me bring you up to speed on this aspect of Dune. Hey, who, what, why should we know about the Harkonnens? You know, those articles were probably written before they uh, moved the date back. Maybe I don't know. It looks like they moved the beta back last month in December, but then they, uh, I then. yeah, I don't know. Those articles are all today. It's like I got this. nothing. Yeah, I don't know. But the point. Anyway, is, point the, is, they're, they're you know they're, that's cool if they save it and turn it into I think what they say a literary, um, uh, literary, historical building landmark. of some sort. Yeah, I don't remember what they wanted to do. <laughs> But they wanted to do something and turn it into, uh, you know, a landmark, like you said, yeah, Joe. Just so. cultural landmark. Yep. And Makes they sense. should. Hopefully they do. Yep. His writing is excellent. Yeah. And it has spawned so much. Like, really, honestly, without, without so Tolkien much. and Lord of the Rings, or, you know, the whole Tolkien verse, like, and not just Lord of the Rings. I'm, I say the whole Tolkien verse is because Lord of the Rings is a great, is a great, Three set of books. Lord of the Rings but doesn't have right? it's not everything to it. Yeah, unless he yeah, unless he comes up with the whole history and language of the elves and just everything, you know, like <laughs> like none of that happens unless his genius is sparked by everything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> uh, so uh moving on. Uh our last bit of news. Um Disney has announced a lot of kind of spoilery kind of things about their what if show coming out. That kind of upsets me. Because um, they're talking about the cameos that are going to be in their, like, what-if shows, or the, the what-if show. Yeah. And um, that's cool. Like, I get a little bit of it, like, oh, look who's going to be here. But also, at the same time, like, man, I wanted to find that out when they come on. And you're like, oh, man, oh, what? No way, kind of thing. Sure. And that's why I call it spoilers, because you were kind of hacked off at it. But it, to or me, it seems like, oh, hey, by the way, we got it. We're, we're having a what-if that's got Black Panther in it. Uh, Chadwick Boseman is the voice. Uh, oh, we're having a what if with uh, with uh, Captain America and uh, Peggy Carter. We do have Chris Evans and um, oh god, uh, Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and that I, that's kind of what it seemed to me like like that. Like they're trying to show off and add that they have these what if shows that are coming out. Like, and yeah, they may be cartoons from different artists and whatnot. But like we. Ha- but they have the actual voices, but I would expect nothing less from Marvel, quite honestly. And I mean, you're and not it gonna surprise me if they did forever. like sound alikes or whatever, too. But yeah, and they're gonna get a lot of sound alikes. But I think we're we were a lot, a lot of a lot of fans were expecting all sound alikes, and I think they're just kind of like, no, we've got you know, we got the Chris's. I don't know. I <laughs> I'm listening to some Chris's talk. Uh, uh, yeah, we're in two the different mouse has got them in their basement. <laughs> oh man, oh, what, what did you guys say? <laughs> You guys talking about me? Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Let us uh, know. <laughs> um, sorry, Mr. Mills. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just feel a little bit like oh, I would have liked to find that out in the moment that, oh, man, was that th- that sounded like Steve Rogers. That sounded like Chris Evans. Was that Chris Evans? Oh, shit. It was Chris Evans okay. kind of thing. But, well, you know, but like, what do you know about WandaVision coming out here in like a week or two? Nothing. Exactly. So they'll spoil stuff when they think that it's not really worth. Oh no! Even like, if they spoiled it, I would have not looked at it. I, I, no, I avoid I, that sort of stuff intentionally, usually. So when you ask me what I know about it, and I say nothing, that's intentional. Like I don't know if they actually have they done anything on it other than the trailers and stuff. No, that was my point. Nobody knows anything about it. Oh okay. 
Well, so that's anyway. just, just how I do. I know. So it's that's a TV it for news. Show. <laughs> Say what, Joe? I know it's a TV show. Oh, okay. That is indeed it for news. Uh, what have we got next? Review. Yeah, we're uh, we're reviewing um, the only show that we had aired this week. It seemed like. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and I didn't be, watch it. That would be Discovery, and Matt didn't watch it, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. And uh, we don't need to decide this week that we already talked about it, right? Because we we definitely haven't talked about this. Episode. Correct. So, uh, uh, this was actually, you know, last week. Um, I said I was mad at. Oh, I'm sorry. We should say, uh, Matt, hey. you should give the the audience their thing about spoilers and stuff before I start talking about it. Hey guys, we're going to spoil Discovery here. Um, so if you haven't seen this week's Star Trek Discovery and you don't want it to be spoiled, uh, go ahead and jump forward probably about 10 minutes, maybe, or so. 10, and, 15. Uh, and then we're going to be on our, uh, our we, we top. We might talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We already no, we are. Talked, we are. We are. already talked about that. Anyways. Um, I know. Yeah, so uh, we're going to start our spoiler full review of Discovery here in three, two, one. Go. All right. Now that Matt's gone because he doesn't want to hear spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's here. So... Uh, as he doesn't say anything. Uh, this episode was... Uh, I was going to say, last week's episode really upset me. Um, it, there was a bunch of things that were like... I just was like, really? Kind of thing. And uh, Matt, you saw that episode, um, and you kind of agreed uh, after the fact that you were kind of like, oh, really? And Joe, I think you also agreed with that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they kind of like, you know, beaming through the shields and like doing some weird stuff to kind but, of like... The writers the had somewhere on. they wanted to go. Yeah, the writers definitely had somewhere they wanted to go, and they had to get there no matter what, and I get it. This week's episode, though, made me feel better about all of that, personally. Um, I thought this week's episode was very good. Yeah, I really Uh, like this one. Yeah, with the, you know, Discovery popping in, and, uh, you know, they're flying towards Federation, um, Federation shield bubble thing, and... You know, they're like, oh, man, there's, you know, Discovery's here, and they've got Osiris ship right behind them, and we should let them in. And then, you know, the Admiral Van is like, uh, I'm not, so are they talking to us? And they're like, no. And then it's like, well, then don't open it. <laughs> and, yeah. he, you know, they're basically like, oh, well, they're not slowing down. And he's like, I don't care. Don't open it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does open it at the last second because he was like, well, they're going to crash into it and get destroyed if they if we don't open it. So, um, and it turns out, you know, uh, Osiris just wants to make a new federation with the federation, like combine the Emerald Chain and the federation to make a new federation. Um, and that I thought that was a really interesting uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think, Joe? Yeah, I was kind of wondering if she was. She seemed sincere about it, but uh... yeah, oh yeah, because there's that hologram there that can tell you whether, you, mm-hmm. whether you're lying or not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the truth detecting hologram that, that they were like, oh yeah, it used to not have a face, but then people felt weird about being in front of it, and like now it's you know just this person sitting at the end of the table going, yep, she's telling the truth, or nope, she's lying. That's a TOS thing. Yeah, but it was just it's it's really funny that what the truth the the truth machine or whatever. Yeah, they had that. Um, um recently I'd watched an episode. I think it's season was two. Was it? A, it was a machine though, right? Yes. And Kirk sat down and he was like, like, look, this is you know, and they had a um. Uh, yeah, yeah. An alien species that was less of less uh, technologically advanced than them, and they're like, "Look, we'll find out who did what here. Like, this cannot lie. Let's go." <laughs> then, yeah, but they gave it. So they basically gave it a holographic face. Um, so it's a person, and uh, 
No, yeah, you you said you were you saying though that she seems sincere though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she's also got those war crimes she did. <laughs> yeah, she got them war crimes, and Admiral Vance like, okay, cool. Um, th- I want this. This sounds fantastic. Uh, but you got to agree to go on trial because um, you yourself cannot run this thing. And she was like, and then she was like, I agree. I can't run this. I'm just, I'm too much of a, you know, face of this whole thing. I'll have a proxy. Don't worry. And he's like, uh, yeah, a proxy that you don't get to just choose. And she was like, mm. or no, a proxy who won't speak just in your, with your voice. And she's like, of course not. And the thing's like, she's lying. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, no, rephrase the question. Rephrase the question. I understood it wrong. So, <laughs> uh, I happen to like, by the way, when uh, he offered her fruit, like a plate of like food and fruit, and you know, she takes a bite of like an apple slice, and she's like, "Oh, it's not bad." She's like, "It tastes. It's not like it's not as good as a real apple." And fans is like, "I wouldn't know. I've never had a real apple." And she's like, "Oh, you should. You should. This it, it doesn't. You know, this replicated stuff can't compare." And he's like, "You know, this replicated stuff's made of our shit, right?" <laughs> and she's like. Spits the apple out, and he's like, yeah, we just, it recon- you know, the replicator takes our shit, it reconstitutes the molecules, turns it into food. It's not bad for shit. <laughs> Actual line in the show, by the way, Matt. <laughs> so, not fantastic. making that up. It doesn't turn it into food, it turns it into energy. Yeah, it turns it into energy, but then they reconstitute the molecules into food, is what he was saying. Um, it's just don't think atoms. about it while you're eating. Yeah, just don't think about it. And he's like, yeah, we just that's what we eat. And she's like, gross, essentially. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, she got really mad when he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to go on trial for those war crimes." You know, you understand that, right? And she was like, "No, that's not what we're here to talk about." So, and it's kind of derailing, and that's kind of where that episode, that episode left off at kind of that point, um, in their thing. And then there was a whole other thing on the ship where like the Burnham and Book crashed into the hangar bay right before the ship got into the. Uh, went through the shield, and... and then Michael started doing a die hard. Yeah, Michael started doing a die hard real bad, um, including <laughs> she lost her shoes. Oh no! <laughs> so she's, she's tooling around the thing, bleeding and barefoot. Um, she didn't step through any glass, but she did get stabbed in the leg. <clears throat> it's good. There's uh, no glass on the ships anyway. It's all transparent it's aluminum. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure there is some glass. It's just not on the out. It's not like on the outside of the ship. I'm sure that some things use glass. Though. Picture would frames be. in people's quarters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the bridge crew, um, because of course the bridge crew uh, is starting an escape thing going on here, and uh, Zora has finally come out and made her full appearance uh, on the ship, which is cool. Uh, she's like, it's the sphere data. They call it the sphere data, but it's Zora. And uh, she's taken over three of those little robot things. And at the end of the episode, they're just like, you know, what are you? And she's like, oh, you're the sphere data. And they're like, yep. How can we help take over the ship? Uh, take back the ship, Captain. And then, like, that's the end of the episode. Oh, cool. There yeah, were some so... happy little murder bots. They're, they're happy little murder bots, yeah. So it was like, a good episode. I need to. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you know those things in the uh, beginning, like those little robots that are always fixing the hull and they show them kind of in the title sequence? Um, I don't know if you remember those or not. Matt. They're like the little robots with the little like saucer eyes and stuff like that. They show them in the title, and they always show them like fixing <laughs> the ship. Their heads are saucer sections. <laughs> Their heads are saucer sections for sure. And uh, they, uh, but it's three of those, and one is one has got a blue accents, one has yellow accents, and one has red accents, which I thought was kind of cute. So, 
mm-hmm. they uh so yeah discovery's gonna get out of there oh man they she tried to like fuck up tilly's day hard by being like yeah you're just gonna get everybody killed you know or no not it wasn't osiris it was that one guy that one guy with the um from the, like the first or second episode where you see discovery and he was like in the bar and trying to kill all the aliens and like trying to be a badass and they were like nope get out of here go <laughs> and uh his hand like got a frostbite real bad <laughs> and then he was working with osira and he was like i remember all of you guys and i remember you especially tilly and you're a piece of shit <laughs> so what? uh yeah he makes actually a really good villain uh when you give him some more depth like they did in this episode but i was really happy with the episode joe yeah thank yeah, you totally redeemed, totally redeemed itself, itself for the the previous episode very much so. So if you weren't happy with the previous episode, um, this episode probably makes that makes up for it. Is what I would suggest. I would say for you, Matt. Well, good deal. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's not that I, mean, I was. I know you, don't know. you haven't seen it yet. Episode, I mean, it's not that I was unhappy with the previous episode. It just. I mean, it goes how it goes. Matt's not, tired. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, <laughs> it's not Tilly's fault, like really, but like. No, but the, he was trying to rattle her and be like, yeah, this is, you know, your first command. And guess what happened? You got everybody captured and probably killed. And, you know, you you're, you fucked up. And now the Federation's top secret thing is like here now. Oh, I forgot about the other part uh, with Stamets. Michael oh, does. Yeah. yeah, Michael. So the Stamets meets a um, wheelchair scientist whose name I cannot remember at the moment. And he's just like, yeah, we're just going to figure it out. And we're going to make a better better world and we won't need dilithium anymore and we uh you know but we just got to figure out how it works and i'm sure it's due to the tardigrade dna in your thing and we can grow more tardigrades from that dna so i'm pretty sure i can and you know stamets is just like wow you're sort of insane but i mean like you're smart but like also i'm not sure if you can do this kind of thing and michael ends up uh rescuing stamets and Stamets is like, great, we're rescued. Let's jump back to Dilithium Planet to save literally my entire family and the captain, please. Um, because uh, he considers uh, Adira his child. He considers, like, them his adopted child, essentially. And, uh, um, like, hey, guess what, Adira? T- you're adopted now. So, yeah, uh... <laughs> Adira's adopted now, I guess. And, uh, uh, Michael's like, no, we have to like get you to the Federation headquarters just over there where uh, Osira can't have you and then can't use you. And he's like, no, that's some bullshit. I'm going to go save my family. And Michael makes the really hard choice of going, your family isn't worth the danger of you and this technology falling into Osira's hands permanently. And it gets him like, like blows up a blows up a piece of se- a section of wall while Stamets is encased in a little force field, and then the you know Federation headquarters grabs him, but he is angry about it. Um, like he was screaming at Michael. He was like, "You realize you're killing my family and this and that." And it was a really strong moment. So uh, really, really well done um, acting moment for Anthony Rapp. Uh, so when you watch that, Matt, you'll you'll enjoy it. And I'm not even like digging into it really, other than to just kind of go, "This is kind of what happened." Hmm. So. Yeah, uh, good episode. Great episode. Indeed. Cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for the review of Discovery. Yay! Yay! All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, <laughs> that was our podcast. It was only half an hour long, so we'll see you in a... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We're just going to talk about some uh, fun stuff for the year, aren't we? Yeah, well, 2020 has been a horrible year. 
we all right. can. Um, but I mean, last year was the beginning of our podcast. So we didn't really get to do a good one. I wanted to kind of touch on uh, kind of the year year in um, our you know favorite stuff things. for us. Yeah, our favorite stuff. So like, what are the best movies? You know, what's your favorite movie of the year? What's your favorite game of the year? What's your favorite show of the year? So I figure we just you know we start with movies and then we can kind of touch on each and then kind of move on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Well, what was your favorite movie of the year, Matt? Yeah, I was just thinking that, and because it's, I mean, because I have to remember. Okay, things a better question is, what movies did actually come out? End up coming out this year? <laughs> well, there it was, was quite Woman. a few. Mm-hmm. There was Wonder Woman that just came out, uh, '84, yeah. and and um, Mulan, I guess, and Disney Soul and Tenant. Disney and Soul, Tenant. What was that last one? Greenland. Green Greenland. Oh, okay. And then uh, sent to grade, which is a weird one. Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think. Let's see. Kids movie. We can be heroes. <sighs> okay. I mean, there's, but you know, I'm trying to think of what came out um this year on Netflix. What's our favorite things of this of this year? Uh. Um, I think my favorite movie this year has got to be Tenet, though. It's a good movie. Tenet? Okay. It's a lot of fun. Definitely played with the timey-wimey stuff a little bit too much, I think. Um, just because I think it lost uh, um, something. You know, trying to confuse the the audience, right? Sure. But uh, other than that, I mean, it was just an amazingly amazing-looking film, amazing uh, story, and just the acting on it was phenomenal. Can't, can't go wrong with... Uh, with Nolan, usually. You, or and I'm sorry if you wanted to say more about it, please. But... No, that was it. that was it. That was my movie for the. My, that was my movie pick, Joe. Cool, Joe. How about you? Um, I was trying to think of any new movies I actually saw this year, and I think it was Wonder Woman '84 mm-hmm. and Seventh Son. Okay. So, Wonder Woman '84. Uh, not to you know say it wasn't you know a great movie but given the choice between the movies i've seen that's the one that sounds like you didn't like either one of those too much well to no i favorites. did I, I wish there was more to like make it kind of stand out compared as a movie yeah, that sure. i like but it's like okay it's like you know basically the movie i saw so mm-hmm. no that's fair <laughs> either of you guys see soul no i did not Okay, that was definitely a great movie. That, um, that one came out on Christmas Day with One Room in '84. Yeah. Um, I've seen both, and they're just amazing. Like, um, uh, I would say Soul would is better two. one better woman than Wonder Woman '84. But yes, my pick was definitely my you, pick. Your pick would still be Tenet, though. I would, yeah, I would, honorable mention Soul because you guys not. That's why I asked if either of you saw it because it could definitely be your hit. Like, because it was really good. So honorable uh, mention for that. I would have to say my my movie was. Surprisingly enough, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I actually really enjoyed that movie. And it's really the only new movie of this year I've watched. Because I haven't watched 84, I haven't watched Soul, I haven't watched Tenet, haven't watched any of those other things. I haven't had any inter- any interest in doing so. Wonder Woman 84, I will eventually get around to. You haven't had any interest. So, for the record, yes, the movie you did watch this year uh-huh. was Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. We watched <laughs> it for a movie night one night. And it was um, much more enjoyable than I ever thought it would be. Uh, I thought Jim Carrey was really great Robotnik, even if he, he's like a really eccentrically weird Tony Stark and it's fantastic. Um, 
it was just it was a good movie and it was it like an award-winning movie no but was it a really good movie that just kind of made me go ah it's cool it's a good sonic movie i like it yes um and favorite of the year favorite of the year because i didn't really watch any other movies that came out this year that i could care to remember or talk about and anything else that is you know something i would talk about i haven't watched yet hmm. so um so yeah that's it for me sonic the hedgehog Joe, do you care about uh, talking about Wonder Woman since we glossed over that? Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. Well, I mean, we already did talk about it. Uh, we did review it last week. We reviewed it recently, so I don't really feel the need to go into detail. Other than mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy it, but I also didn't see a lot of other movies to, you know... It didn't have much competition, so... <laughs> yeah, that, this, move, this year did not have much competition because a lot of things got moved and got delayed. And I saw a lot of movies this year. That's fair. I just think, you know, if you're not holding back and you're actually looking to watch stuff, it's probably okay. I did not watch uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, though, even though that was my... Uh, I didn't get around to watching that one either, and I should have. I never got around to watching the Jay and Silent Bob reboot either, but that was, that I was think... Really good, but... Oh, yeah, that was I another that was one I saw. Tw- I did see that. That was another 2019. That was a 2019 movie. Oh, I guess so. it doesn't count, then. does not count. <laughs> nope. Okay, fair enough. Okay, all right. But well, um, then, we uh, moving on. Then the next uh, best TV show of 2020. TV show of 2020. Okay, I'm gonna have to think about that one for a second. Somebody mm-hmm. else go first. Because there was actually a few of these. There's quite mm-hmm. a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, you got an answer right away, or if not, I got one. Not right away. It's pretty close between a few of them. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian season two is my answer. Mm-hmm. Best yeah. best season of TV. Um, Good. The only reason why it beats out um, uh, the Expanse um, from this last year is because the Expanse was really more cerebral and slow this year. Um, even though I really, really fucking enjoyed it, um, yeah. this 2021's Expanse is going to be is, is already starting out fucking amazing, and I cannot wait. But you know, when it starts at the first of the year, you know, it takes a long time to bring it up in your best of the year. <laughs> uh, I heard a train. Everybody drink. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, it's a good choice. I think um, so. Um, yeah, Mandalorian season two was really good. It brought in a lot more um, characters. It brought back the ones that we loved. Um, and you can't. I mean, we, we've we've reviewed it like just in detail, like over the past few weeks. But like, just I don't. It it, it sparked an interest in Star Wars and in me again that had been killed by. Yeah, it's easily Dan one Ryan. of the best Star Wars projects since I think uh, Rogue One. Absolutely, absolutely, so, yeah. That a solid, solid, solid choice. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you have any more to say about it, or is that it? That's it. Okay. Um, I you know for me, I had to think about it for a second because I was like, well, was there something better? And for me, it is Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, this season has been fantastic, and it is literally my favorite thing that I've been watching because I love Star Trek already. So. When did um, this has not last split. season of Discovery air? Uh, they, they always split the uh, was, year. I think it was, it was right at the end of yeah, because we were talking about it on a when we started our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, and that's why I was wondering. Like, it was do we count that as this year's season, or do we count? Uh, the, no, this, I would. I season, would count. This isn't done. Uh, yeah, it's not done, but it's got one more episode. So um, I'm still gonna count it. As a twenty, because it started in twenty twenty. I'm counting it. I'm counting it. Can't right. make me not count it. For the record, it's it's on there. Okay. So yeah, that was mine. 
Uh, yeah, was, oh, it's really close between a lot of them because uh, there was, uh, I believe there was that new Altered Carbon season. Was there a new Altered Carbon season? I missed yes. that. Yeah. And, we talked about it. And the boys had a new the, season. The what now? I'm sorry. Oh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mando was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Discovery and Lower Decks. Oh, Lower Decks. That was fantastic. Yeah. Lower Decks was good. So, um, I mean, there has been quite a bit. Uh, the Love Crunchy show was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, animes, but I wouldn't. You know. I would I would say last last year, um, I think uh, his Dark Materials came out after after January last year. The first season of his Dark Materials was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm saying it's pretty close between. Uh, they're all pretty close from these series, but uh, it's really close between Mando and the boys, I think. Okay. And the current season of Expanse is looking really good. From uh, That's 2021. Well, I was watching some of it in 2020, so I don't know. I think the uh, His Dark Materials season one was actually in November last uh, of 2019, I think. Still a good show, mm-hmm. I think. Season two, though, have you seen? Have you uh, been watch- catching up on season two? Out of um, yeah, I'm all the way up. Yeah, How about you? No, nope, I'll get there. Hey, when uh, you... <laughs> will you? <laughs> Eventually. Did you watch season one? Of course. <laughs> of course. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so Joe, um, this was the best of. Is, is your answer going to be? Yeah. What, between... what was your answer? Uh. Joe can't figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's... it's shockering, shocking, and surprising. <laughs> the world. I also don't have a button on the keyboard that says a favorite specific thing. It's weird. I should yeah, really. I'm just trying to trying to remember back uh, from the ones that have, have been a while since I've seen, and sure, you know the more recent stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna he go thinks... with uh, I'll go with lower decks. Lower decks is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Lower Decks is a solid choice. We never, especially if you uh, had to cut it down to one episode, the last episode of Lower Decks, <laughs> definitely. Uh, the episode before that was pretty good. The Lower Decks, the motion picture one, mm-hmm. <laughs> that one was pretty good too. <coughs> um, was that episode nine Lower Decks motion picture? Yeah, that was the episode right before the uh, where she wanted to go, to, where um, Freeman wanted the Mariner to go to therapy. So that was like the right before the last episode, I think. Okay, pretty sure. I believe you. I'd have to look it up. But... Okay. Already. Uh, uh, well, that's TV shows then. Yeah, that's TV shows. We've, got, we've done movies. We've done TV shows. Why don't we do video games? Mm-hmm. That's next. Everyone's favorite video game of the year. Oh, what was yours? Uh, I'm going to have to think about that. So why don't <laughs> we talk about yours? Um, I think my favorite game of the year so far has been um, Doom Eternal. Eternal. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun, you know. I mean, as far as like games that came out this year, um, Animal Crossing is pretty high on the list too. Animal Crossing is pretty high on the list. Unfortunately, yeah. I haven't it's played the new Spider Man. Um, I really like Squadrons. I was happy when that came out. I really love um, that you know the Star Star well space battles in general, and the Star Wars space battle is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, those so those are my honorable mentions. But yeah, I think uh, Doom Eternal is probably my uh, my top pick for the year. All right. Um, 
I'd say I, I had to think about it for a second. I'd say mine is um, a Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is the sixth or seventh. I can't remember which installment it is um, of the Yakuza games. And yeah. it came out pretty recently. Um, a lot of fun. If you like Yakuza games, it's another Yakuza game with just all of the tropes and cliches therein. But um, it's kind of a if it isn't broke, don't fix it formula. And it's still a fun game. And I love it. And I played mm-hmm. the ever living crap out of it. So, um, however, it is really, it, it, like, really, really close just because I'm a huge, huge fanboy. Final Fantasy VII Remake was also right there with it. Um, and th- because that was a nostalgia trip, though. So, I'm still going to have to say, yeah, I'm still going to have to say Yakuza only because it's a little fresher in my mind. Um, and I think I've probably put more time into it than I did with Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So. It's fun that it's more fresh in your mind since it came out in like January fifth last year. I mean, twenty twenty. Uh, Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah. No. I didn't. It, that's a. It's a recent game, as far as I'm. January sixteenth, twenty twenty, was the release date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Hmm. That's Japan. It was released in Japan. It wasn't released in the U.S. until uh, very recently. That's that's where we're getting different. November tenth, twenty twenty for the uh, for the U.S. So it just came out here not too long ago. Okay. Well, you lived in Japan in January, so. Yeah, but I can't play the game in Japanese. I'm not that skilled. Not that. Not not nearly that skilled. Well, I don't know. I've, you've never lit- you've literally never talked about this game to me before ever. So it was you know, the Yakuza games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, well, when it came out in Japan, I was like, ooh, the new Yakuza game. When I wonder when that will go to the U.S. And that was about the long and short of it until it came out. So, um, the, I can talk about them at some point, but they're this is just a fun, fun series of games that started really serious. Kind of like Grand Theft, uh, or not Grand Theft Auto, um, kind of like Saints Row. The first game was really serious, and after that, they were like, that is not our audience. So... <laughs> I don't remember Saints Row being serious the first game, but the first game was the first game very much tried to be serious. Oh, I mean, it wasn't flying around like the fourth game, but <laughs> no, but I mean, they tried to have a serious story, and then it got zany. I thought it was so. Grand. I thought uh, that was always just Grand Theft Auto, but silly. Yeah, at least, but, at least that's but, what I thought when I was playing the first one. Yeah, the first one wasn't uh, supposed to be silly though. That was the weird thing. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> they made a silly ass game for being not supposed to be silly. <laughs> so. Yeah, Yakuza so did come wrong, out in January in Asia and Japan, but it did not get a localization release until um, November tenth, which is why it's which is why I say it's new. So, yeah, that uh, in English. Yeah, that Saints Row uh, series like uh, super zany. It's super zany, but it's like it's like the Evil Dead of the game world. From like, like start, number two on, uh, it starts out like, uh, and then and then like, <laughs> and then by the last one, you're like, okay, how did we get here? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Why? Like, why do I even need to get in a car? <laughs> Clock two. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that it's 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 super zany. But uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be my pick, I think. Uh, how about you, Joe? Uh, well, to be fair, I don't think I've actually played many games that came out this. They came year. out this year. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll open okay. it up. You can play any ones that you got this yeah, year. Yeah, something that uh, really like grabbed you this year that, or you picked up. I mean, yeah, or that you picked up because uh, I think Stellaris. I've been at least right mm-hmm. now. That's kind of my jam. 
right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dig I it. I still don't always fully understand what I'm doing or the consequences of my choices, but I mean, I'll make it. <laughs> Fair. Did you ever, uh, Joe, did you ever play The Outer Worlds? I did too. And I was trying to remember if that was a 2019 or 2020. 2020? Yeah. Uh, it's, I believe, a 2020 game. Okay, yeah. Because that one was also a lot of fun. Because I remember you talking about that one. So. Yeah, you can. But Outer I got to go all the way over there to turn on the console. <laughs> PC games right here. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's hilarious. No, that's okay. That's good picks for games. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Unless uh, one of you has a uh, book choice for 2020. Um, I or, read uh, far too many books, and I'm sure my one of my picks would be one of the Star Trek books. Quite honestly, but I mean, I also reread books like a motherfucker. So mm-hmm. that's me. Uh, did anybody well, read Ready Player? Two? Well, I mean, it just came out. I'm currently reading it, so okay. I'm not through it yet. But it would Fair. be my pick of the year because it's it's freaking awesome so far. Okay. But uh, no, huh? Um, other than that, is there anything that uh, either of you would like to point out as being generally uh, actually good this year? Considering, I mean, I know there's been a lot of not good, um, but I am still here. Yay! <laughs> that honestly. You know, that's not a small accomplishment after this year, for sure. Nope. I'm still here, everybody. <laughs> much to some people's disappointments and much to most other people's uh, enjoyment. Anyway, uh, I'm kidding around, by the way. So, I'm still here. That's good. Uh, we're into 2021. We're going to see what happens, and I'm looking forward to it. But this year has been a really rough one. But, like I said, I'm here, and I'm happy. Joe? Any uh, notes about this year before we close out? If you're looking for me, you better check under the sea, because that's where you'll find me. C Lab. No. C Lab 2021. Uh, okay, I was wondering why this button said 2021 quote. That's weird. Um. All right. I just hit it thinking he would have something cool to say. <laughs> About 2021, yeah, yeah, and he did. He did. Just, no, right. so he did. I don't know. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Matt? Uh yeah. This uh, this year's been great for work from home. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been a rough one. We've all uh, we've all experienced it for sure. But um, hopefully, we'll get more movie content because, like, <laughs> looking through all these, it's like, yeah, there was a lot more TV this year than there was movies for sure. It really was. Um, again, it was because of delays though, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we Disney did, did a couple of rounds of uh, posts down to Disney and Disney Plus with their new stuff, and yep. that worked out really good, really well with their animated movies. I think. Yep. Uh, Mulan had other problems that we're not going to get into now because we get into politically right bullshit that we're not going to talk about. Mulan but, was kind of a mess. Again, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff that to, to talk about if we wanted to. But you know, yeah, um, you know, and honestly, even beyond that, like uh, cinema is you know is a two-ish hour medium if you got one story to tell that's amazing but nowadays the stuff that we're following like as society it's all shifting to tv and like not even tv because it's like what tv it's the long format yeah so the long format your your 10 hour story story. yeah and i'm into that as long as you know they still keep our two-hour epics going you know like as long i mean i can watch 10 hours of story as long as it's a good story Mm-hmm, absolutely. I've watched 26 hours of story, as long as it's good story. 
Absolutely. I was say, are you gonna? <laughs> it sounded like you were gonna. Uh, the, the pause maybe was gonna disagree with me on that. And I was like, well, no, we used to watch twenty six hours of Star Trek every season, and they were happy. No, no, I, I would love to have twenty six episodes of Star Trek Discovery every season. I mm-hmm. understand why they don't, but you know, it's all good. It's because they're lazy in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, they used to hammer out 30 episodes a season. Just go talk to Bill. (laughs) Right? And it's so hard to slog through. Michael Okuda, that guy just hammered out, like, set props like nobody's business. And you know, a lot of them, you can just tell what it was. Mm. Speaking of props, I'm sorry. I'm going to segue for, like, half a sec. Speaking of props, by the way, uh, did you know that in the Discovery sickbay, they used the same prop carts? that they used in Star Trek The Next Generation sickbay. They actually went and found those goddamn carts and put the, and redressed them up a little bit, but they're the same carts. Unbelievable. It's unbelievably hilarious and awesome. So, ship technology That's has all. come a long way. Cart technology, not so much. <laughs> all right. Thousand year in the future carts. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it was neat, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll show you guys later. I got instant teleport, right? Like, can't they just do that? <laughs> I just pull this from storage. Why do we got to be carting shit around? It's just way too much time. Um, I, I got to talk with the logistics person on that discovery. Right. And with that, I think we can sign off. I think so. Got mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Even though it was real slow, I like uh, it's nice to bat around a conversation with you guys. Absolutely. I'll, Even uh, if it I always is. love it. Yeah, even if it is just like, hey, there wasn't much to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. And Joe's tired. Oh, so are you. I heard you yawn earlier. Oh, everybody's yawn now except me. I huh? meant to mute that one. <laughs> yeah, I did too, except somebody's talking to me when I had mine coming out. <laughs> but uh, I think I am actually just going to go to the bed right here after in just a minute. But uh, So it's been enjoyable, and I uh, appreciate you guys uh, uh, coming on and and hitting up and chatting with me every week. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, by the way, listening to this uh, at like 2 p.m. is like, he's going to go to bed now? That's weird. And anybody who did actually click that button to listen to this and thought that was weird, um, I really appreciate you actually hitting the yeah. button and listening to it. It's, uh, we all do. Yeah, we have fun. We, we do this just to have fun, but it's, it's great when we can... Um, make somebody's day a little bit better. Um, yeah. If you want to hit us up, where we got Twitter, we got email. We uh, hit us up on Twitter at joseherewesware.com. I mean, at joseherewesware. And then uh, our Gmail is joseherewesware at gmail.com. Indeed. My name's Matt. And I'm Jordan. And Joe's here, we swear. Bye.